everything looked crisp, everything looked fresh. Um, I had a meeting with the president last week and she loved it. You know, we, we heard nothing but great reviews about it. So you could definitely tell the difference with the new video board compared to the old video board. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Devon Robb. He's the Assistant Athletic Director for Facilities and Event Management at Towson University. We're going to talk about their new football display, the process of getting it up and running, their excitement for the future uses, and much more. And we're here today with Devon. Devon, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Justin. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I have Matt across from the table with me here. Hello, Devon. We're ready to talk a little bit about Towson and, and the cool things you guys have going on there on campus. But first, can you give us a little background about your current role with Towson University and how you came to be there? Uh, sure thing. So, hey, hello, everyone. My name is Devon Robb, and I am currently the Assistant Athletic Director for Facilities and Event Management at Towson University. We're based out here just outside of Baltimore. You know, for me, my main role and responsibilities include overseeing all of the event operations for all 19 of our sports, and I also oversee the athletic facilities. So everything from capital projects to your daily maintenance to make sure they're ready for games and everything else. You know, for me, uh, I don't have a typical background when it comes to uh, getting into the role. You know, I'm a former student athlete, so I played football at the, at the University of Virginia. Uh, once my time was done there, I did the, a, uh, the postgraduate internship at the NCAA. And I've been off at the NCAA to work at Northwestern University for about four and a half years. But, you know, I started off at Northwestern as an academic advisor in uh, student-athlete development. You know, so that was a great experience for me, just getting in the mix of things, left Northwestern to go on to Loyola, Chicago, uh, once again as academic advisor in student-athlete development. And then I went from Loyola, to, uh, Loyola, Chicago, to the Big Ten. And when I got to the Big Ten... That's where I was actually introduced to event operations. So at the Big Ten, I was the associate director of football and basketball operations, uh, working, working closely with our football championship game, as well as our basketball tournament. I also was the, uh, the sport liaison for women's golf, but it's hilarious because my golf game is worse than Charles Barkley, so I don't know how I got this. Um, no, but that was a great opportunity for me. And I really enjoyed working at the Big Ten, but I miss working with student athletes, you know, so... As a conference office, you don't get that day-to-day interaction with student athletes and coaches, and that's what they have to know here at Towson. You know, so I saw the opportunity here at Towson. I've been here for about three years now. It's been amazing. Uh, you know, I guess one of the challenging parts there is some of everybody else, but you have that thing called COVID that's been uh, with us for the past three years, and it's been a challenge working through that, but it's also been uh, a fun experience learning, learning and growing at the same time. That's awesome. And yeah, and thinking about, you know, I love always hearing the background of athletic directors and, and kind of all the different colleges they've been to, you know, kind of prior to the one that they're at right now. Was What was the point, I guess, where you realized, you know, you went from um, a student athlete then overthinking, you know, okay, I'm going to make a career out of this. Like, what kind of enticed you to want to follow this career path? Uh, I think it's a great question, Matt. You know, so for me, it was funny. So, um, you know, growing up, I always liked math and science. So when I went to UVA, I started off in civil engineering. Mm-hmm. I did civil engineering for three years, and it kicked my butt for three years. So I tell folks, you know, it's, it's like civil engineering was Mike Tyson, I was Steve Urkel. I, I, I didn't understand the chance, you know, in, in, in the ring, you know. Um, so, uh, no, I had to change my major. I changed it to anthropology, um, and that's mainly because that was the major that I could still be eligible for football and get my degree. Um, but I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, you know. So I, I went to a couple of career fairs and thought about the business side, but after going to, to the career fairs, I, I didn't like that. 
Um, and when I was a student athlete, I was heavily involved in the community. So I really uh, thought about what did I love, what did I love most. I love community service. And I love sports. So to me, college athletics provides both the best of both worlds. You know, you can give back to the community, give back to the student athletes, but you can, you can be involved in sports as well. Um, and then once I got started working at Northwestern, I was seeing that that same you know type of care and uh, just love that the student athletes need, the staff need that need that as well. They need to be invested in. So that's what really led me to the desire to be an athletic director. You no, know, I wanted to be a, be one. So the student athletes know you have a leader that genuinely cares about you. But I want our staff and our coaches to feel the same way as well. Nice. And you you talked about the 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 people side of it, right? Working with the student athletes and the coaches and the staff and everything. And, and how much of your job actually revolves around the facilities they're using and the things that uh, enhance their experience while they're either lifting weights or working out or, or prepping for the events or actually having those events taking place? Yeah, I would say that that pretty much takes up the majority of my job. The majority of my job is uh, working on a facility side, you know, so whether it's maintenance plans or, you know, scheduling, you know, or working with our teams on different things, whether it's a capital project or adding something new to the facility, you know, or, you know, doing preventative maintenance or whatnot. Uh, you know, so that definitely takes up a lot of my time. Um, you know, so, it, so it, it's one of the things I would say that's important to this role is the ability to, to balance. You know, it's the ability to balance, you know, the emails and phone calls and meetings. It's the ability, ability to balance those, uh, those, form those connections, relationships with staff, coaches, and student athletes. Um, it's the ability to balance taking care of the facilities and then, then doing the event, event out operations and management side. So it, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, and if you're not good at time management, then it would definitely um, swallow you whole in this, in this role. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you say balancing even, and that sounds like it's easy, but it's not because you mentioned earlier 19 sports, right, is what you have there. So, I mean, each sport's got to come up with its own level of kind of like uh, challenges, uh, Challenges, I assume. They, they do. You know, each sport has its own challenge. And, and, I, and I think say one of the uh, – I won't say it's a challenge, but I'll say it's one thing that you know, I look forward to as a part of my job is that each coach, their most important thing, that their number one priority is the sport, you know. So – for our men's basketball coach, you know, he's most concerned about the men's basketball program. For our women's golf coach, he's most concerned about the women's golf program, you know. So it's, uh, you know, in, in our role and in, in similar positions like ours, is, you know, you have to treat each sport, you know, let them know that each of them are valued, each of them are important. You know, what I would say is probably lacking it to, I don't have any kids, but I would say for anyone who does have kids, it's like ha- having multiple kids. You know, you don't want to let, you know, either, either one of your kids think that there's a favorite. Now, I have heard some parents say that they definitely have a favorite child. You know, and for me, I would tell folks that I was the least favorite and the most favorite because I'm the only child. You know, so I would even have my parents didn't have a choice. Depends on the um, day. Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but but in, in, in our role, you know, you have to um, make sure that each coach, each student athlete feels as, as if they're just as, as important as the other. That's awesome. I'm not even thinking that. I, I have three kids myself, and I'm, I'm. it's exactly like you Same. said. It's trying to always think of – all right, I spent a while with my son for a while. Now I gotta let my daughter brush my hair for like fifteen minutes, and then and then, <laughs> and then go back and forth between them. But um, um, so we're mentioning the different the different sports that you have, the different facilities you have to manage. And today, I know we're gonna dive in a little bit about um, a recent football installation that kind of finalized here this 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 year um, with maybe the football. Then could you talk about that project? And I know you've been there for the three years, so maybe I don't know if it was already being discussed as you arrived at Towson or kind of how how that project start? You know, so, yeah, so for us, you know, it pretty much started back in April of 2020, you know. So we were working with um, our electronics liaison, Angela, you know, we were looking at the contract and everything, and we are about to renew our maintenance contract. 
uh, one of the things that came up was our video board in the stadium. Um, because our, you know, our video board at the time was over 15 years old. You know? So when it came to the service agreement, uh, it was pretty much about to outlive the service agreement. And, you know, and Dactronics was nice enough to kind of keep extending it. But it was getting to the point where all of their equipment and, and the new control systems and everything that they were providing us was too advanced for this old um, uh, video board we had. You know? So I would tell folks it was kind of like having that old box television uh, you know, in your living room. And then you have these whole new things that you know that Verizon or the that Direct TV provides you. Now they have to, have to provide you a converter just to work working on your television. You know, so uh, you know, and, and talking with you know the Dactronics uh, reps, you know, I originally said, hey, can you let me know what it looks like um, if we were to replace the video board? You know, at the time we were thinking they weren't going to do it anytime soon, especially since COVID was you no know, basically just starting, and we we're kind of concerned about finances and everything. But mm-hmm. we just we really wanted to know what it looked like from a um, financial standpoint, you know, so they got us those numbers. Um, and for us, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't cheap, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't like, you know, going, you know, going to Dollar General and getting you a dollar candy and <laughs> like that. But, um, it was definitely something that we saw that we could work, we could work with. Uh, and, you know, and for us, something that really helped out as well was that we knew that that video war was kind of on its last leg. Uh, you know, so if anything, um, I tell folks a lot of times how COVID hurt folks in certain aspects. Um, or especially when it came to came to facilities, it really helped us when it came to this video board. Uh, because one of the things that came out of COVID was that our university went back to having its graduations, its, its commencement ceremonies outdoors. So okay. we were having it in our stadium. Um, you know, so with the with the uh, commencement being in the stadium, that meant the video board was being used. So one of the things that we could know we had to let the president know was that hey, you know, you know President Schatzel, this can be a, a challenge or concern for us because. We might be in the middle of commencement, and this board can go out at any time. So when she got on board with that, that really helped speed the process up for us getting this video board installed. Right, and the previous board was fifteen year old, fifteen years old. Did you say? Is that correct? Uh, yes, sir. That, that's actually a little bit older than fifteen years. I mean, and okay. at the time, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, when it was first built, it was when state of the art, it was lovely, it was amazing, everybody was loving it. And then, you know, fifteen years later, everybody's like, "Hey, okay, what is this?" Right. Nobody's walking around with a 15-year-old phone today saying, oh, look at my 15-year-old cell phone, right? The technology advances, things improve. So now you have a, a new system and a new control system and everything is is installed. And um, things were, were installed before the first game. Is that correct? Uh, no. So actually, and that's where, uh, like I said, how COVID helped us in regards to getting, the, um, getting a new video board. It actually hurt us in regards to having it installed before the new season. No, because the plans that originally were to have this uh, have it start the process start um, in August, so have it start in early August and have it done before the first home game of the football season, which was like the first second week of September. Uh, but you know, when we were get, getting close to the time that we, uh, I was talking with our that trying to up and they informed us like, hey, you know, um, there was some shipping delays uh, due to COVID. You know, so they're working to be able to have all of the equipment that they needed uh, to start the project when we were expecting to start it. Uh, you know, but one of the things I, I appreciate they did is that you know we uh, all got on the uh, on the phone for a call. They had already did the work to see where it might be a uh, feasible window for them to do this project. And thankful uh, for us is that we had about a four week window where we didn't have a home football game due to our uh, football team being on the road, and we had a bye week in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they so when we got on the call, they presented it as an option. It's like, hey, this might be able to work for us, or you know, it's going to be tight. But we think we can be able to get everything done and knocked out uh, within this window. 
And then even thinking about, um, and before we maybe go into the, I would say, spoiler of what it was like when it was first fired up. So when you knew, though, going back to when you had that graduation ceremony and it became aware, you got the awareness of how old the board was and you're going to need a new one. What What is that conversation even like? I'm like, I'm always interested in hearing that from customers. Is it, all right, we're just going to go with the same size, better resolution? Like, where do you even start and how do you like end up, I would say, getting to the decision that you ended up making? I think the philosophy, you know, with any sports fan, right? Sports fans love big things. Yep. So for us, you know, when they said options, you know, we say, hey, we want to look at a couple of things. So let's look at keeping it the same size. Let's look at being a little bit bigger. Let's look at being a lot bigger. Um, those are things that we're looking at. You know, so they, they, they sent us three different options. Um, and, of course, being who we are, we, we love the biggest option. And we looked at, looked at the pricing for that. You know, the largest size was able to, within our budget. Uh, you know, so... That's what we were looking at, and it really helped us out as well because of, you know, at the time, our old board had a lot of stationary signage on the side of it, um, but this new board was going to be able to replace that stationary signage. And then and then thinking about even going up then to the first-time fire-up, so you, you kind of waited, met with the electronics personnel, you found this window to be able to install it, and then maybe just kind of let us know how was it then, would it when it ended up getting fired up for that first time, was it was it everything you thought it'd be? I feel like that's a corny question to ask, but how, how did it turn out? Well, Matt, to be honest with you, like though that, that first thought of you know, for us after seeing the image on it didn't happen until the day literally the day before the game. <laughs> um, so, so I probably say I probably had a little bit more knots on my uh, in my stomach and sweat on my head, you no know, more than you know amazement at Christmas. Like, oh my goodness, look at this! <laughs> now, granted, when it came on, it did look amazing. It was beautiful, lovely image and everything. Um, but, but on Friday, like, no, I, I probably was tapped, tapped a hole in the ground because I was wait, couldn't wait for this thing to truly fire up and see what it looked like. Uh, <laughs> the anticipation, but, but, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but no, like when, when, it, when it actually did fire up and you were able to see the image, like it, it was, it was amazing. You know, some, some of my staff was there and they're like, wow, it was like, it just looked so clear. You know, like, you know, I likened it to, like I said, having that, going back to the old box TV analogy, you know, there was no such thing as H, uh, HDTV back then, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so imagine, you know, that's the funny thing. Like kids today have no idea of the horror we had of watching TV back in the day. We didn't know any better. Um, but that's what it was like. We didn't have HDTV, and now this new um, big screen, you know, this, this new video board, it was like it was like watching HD. You know, so it was a, it's amazing. It's a clear picture. Um, you know, the template that, that they uh, added to it was an amazing. It was an awesome template. It looked, it looked made everything look crisp. Everything looked fresh. Um, I had a meeting with the president last week, and she loved it. You know, we, we heard nothing but great reviews about it. So you could definitely tell the difference with the new video board compared to the old video board. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I was going to ask what the reaction was like from, like, fans and everything, and you kind of you went through that. They sounds like it uh, went over pretty well. Um, and you mentioned the, the template that they used for it. I'm guessing the, how they laid it out and how they put uh, different stats up there and, and video windows and different things like that is uh, – the, the ability with a digital display to kind of chop it up and piece it out to show different uh, pieces of content. And that takes a, a production crew behind that to make that happen. What's the, the game day production look like on, on the back end with the control there? Yes. Yeah, so, so for us, no, we, um, we used to have a position where it was like a young man on our staff that basically did the, uh, did the game day production. So he ran the video board. He also was running marketing as well. Uh, and then he left. And then when he left, we split his position into two, you know, because, um, it was hard to find somebody to actually run the video board for our game operations. You know, so we had somebody come in and take over the marketing piece, um, but but that challenge was nice enough to provide us someone from their staff that could come in and actually do the game the productions for us. You know, so um, when that person came in, his name is Pete Hawk, 
he came in and it has been amazing uh, for us to have on our staff because he's literally, you know, one, he already has that, that connection with that client. So if there's any challenges when it comes to our game day production or anything like that, he can reach out to them directly um, and, and, and can talk with them and then get assistance and whatnot. Uh, but he also knows how to work the, work, work the board and, and knows different, different things for it. You know? So when we got this new board in, Pete already had an idea of what would be a great layout for the new board. And, and he uh, pitched that to our staff, pitched that to our marketing team, and everybody loved it. You know? So he created the new uh, layout and it had scores from other games. It had like a, a, a ticker that scrolls across the bottom with different information and whatnot, you know, so having Pete has definitely been a game changer for all of our games, not only for football in United, but also for basketball and volleyball, as well as gymnastics that we have in our uh, CQ arena. Awesome. That's what I was going to ask is what sports does Pete end up helping out with? Because it's, and you and you kind of mentioned there too, is something that we've heard from sites that have event producers that we help out with is that whole, okay, they, we may even have ideas of what to do and they know how to get it done. And they can sometimes be a, know, fix problems before they come up or some kind of buffer like you mentioned. Is it kind of that is it kind of like that having Pete there? If you guys have any different ideas, it's just nice to know that there's someone that tied into it that can make it work. It, it is. Well, that, that definitely has been a, a huge help on, on our end. You know, someone who has the inside group, he has the connections directly with the uh, with the vendor or with our that trying that you can pick up on things that uh your normal traditional person might not be able to pick up on. Uh, but I would say something that's been refreshing as well is that even though you know, as you know, we've been going through this process, if I was to reach out to that client separately and talk with the uh, help agent or you know, a vendor there, um, the same information that they sh- they're sharing with me, uh, you know, Pete, he might, unbeknownst to me, Pete might have already reached out as well and talked to somebody totally different and they shared the same thing with him. You know, so it's mm-hmm. great to see that we're not being told two different stories, mm-hmm. we're being told the exact same thing as well. Yeah, it's good to know there's that consistency there as well. So um, Pete's running the the game day and he's kind of heading those things up for his crew. Does, is there like uh, students or part timers working to help with that? Or how? Do, what does that part look like? Uh, so I would say from like the video board standpoint, it's mainly just Pete. You know, so when it comes to, you know, running the video board, operating the video board, it's mainly just him. But you know, when it comes to other things such as, you know, sound or whatnot, you know, we have a... Um, a department on campus with all events and conference services, you know, so they often uh, run this down and uh, and make sure everything's going uh, going well there. Um, but when it comes to basically all the graphics and everything that's going up on the video board, he's kind of like a one person show. That's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely we always it's always interesting to hear the the crew makeup of, of who all gets involved because I know I I always hear sometimes there's you know like a club on campus or something yep. like that getting involved that normally wouldn't have been involved with sports, but now because of the audio system, video board system, now there's an opportunity for them to be involved with the sport. So then for the for the new game day then, I know we mentioned, you know, kind of it's very it's very recent. Um you've had to go up, you've gone through a, a game or I don't know, a game or two by now, but is there anything that you've heard you mentioned, you know, the president likes it, but have you heard back from, you know, sponsors at all on this board? Did you have I would say the same sponsors you did with the old board or kind of um Talk about that angle a little bit, please. Yeah, you know, so, uh, you know, we, we work with a group called Van Ratner. You know, so our Van Ratner rep, you know, they mentioned how they love the board because you know, it gives us the opportunity to change out different sponsors. You know, so um, with the old board, like I said, we had a, a lot of stationary signage. You know, so it's like, you know, basically the, the signs up there that couldn't be changed, that they couldn't be changed out during the game. I had to say the same signs during the game. Um, but now, you know, with New Tempest, you can have different vendors and uh, different sponsors and partners their logos and whatnot can interchange throughout the game. So that's that, that definitely a game changer for us, especially when, when, in regards to um, securing partners and you know, securing additional funds to help support our program. 
Um, so that's definitely been amazing. You know, just, the, the, the funny thing is, for us, we've only had one game um, so far with that video board. You know, so um, to me, I would say there's probably still some other comments, or, you know, or suggestions or advice or just, I don't know, um, just uh, accolades that folks would be going out there. Uh, but, you know, so far, it's only been one game. So our next home game will be this Saturday. So looking forward to that as well. Okay, so you're getting ready to to host that second home game and and use the board again and, and get some more feedback on that. Um, as as you've been going with this, have you kind of had ideas pop up in your mind, or you've seen, or are you starting to look at other you know game day productions, or maybe you see something on TV and you're starting to think, man, maybe we should think of incorporating that. Or are you getting any other ideas now that uh, the display is up and running? Yeah, you know, was, uh, our, our our crew they are doing some things new. You know, so they did the uh, kind of like nowhere the game of. You got to find where the ball is, or find no, no, kind of like the, the cup game. So yep. they did, they've done that. Um, I know there are some, some, some other ideas and some different things you can do. Um, one of the things we normally do on an annual basis, and look forward to doing it this year, is that we normally host a movie night. So it'd be great to do the movie night there on, on the screen um, and see how the community reacts to that, especially with it being a brand new screen and, and higher definition. Um, you know, for me, jokingly, you know, I would love to do something we see can do. But I was talking to my staff, like, think about how crazy it would be, like, to do like a Madden tournament on a video board. <laughs> I was you know, just know, thinking like, that. Yeah. Love that. You know, uh, so who knows whether or not we can actually pull that off? Um, no, but but there's a lot of different things and options we're looking at doing. You know, and, and you know, like I said, you know, last or well, two weeks ago was the first time we used it for uh, one of our games. It's uh, the only time we used it so far, but we actually hosted an autism walk. Inside the stadium last last Sunday, um, they used to be doing board as well, and it was it was a great uh, addition to their event. Yeah, it's it's there and it's up, and you can use it for those additional events, like like you said, there could be other community events or different things, and not necessarily just for for football. So that's awesome to know that it's there and, and available for those things. Well, like even the the mad thing you mentioned, I was I was immediately going to bring that up right before you said that because I remember it was maybe I think it was maybe six years ago. We did like a case that was with the University of Georgia, and they ended up doing that. They had a a Madden tournament away, but they the championship game. Don't ask me how they did it either. We can look into that later. But they had the two people playing at the fifty yard line and using the video board for the championship game, and they had people come into the stands to watch it. So when you're like you're talking about all the different uses of moving that, I immediately remember that story of how they used it for a Madden uh, Madden tournament championship. That was really cool. Like to me, I, to me, especially with how the graphics are, I, I think that'd be awesome. I, mean, I, I know folks would love it. You know, if we were, were able to pull that off, like whether it's Madden or you know some other type of game, um, people would definitely enjoy doing that inside the stadium. Yeah, you're gonna have to let us know if you can pull that off. We'd love to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Didn't they, in the height of its popularity, remember Kansas City Royals when they were putting up their new display that Fortnite uh, Fortnite was caught on it by a uh, news helicopter that was going around the time because they said the players were playing video games on it at the time? But Yeah, yeah so it's it's definitely a, another use for, for those outdoor displays, those, those bigger um, installations that you've got. And um, you do have more than just one installation on campus, too. You have... Uh, uh, another display of basketball and is that a similar show that you do to football or is that um, obviously different size kind of different plan for that or how does Pete run that different from football? Yeah so you know for basketball it's a little bit different you know because like it's a uh, center home uh, camera also like a ring above it and then we also have the LED boards and the scores table which um, uh, with knows provided by that as well you know so for us um, when Peter's doing that, it's kind of like, you no, know, it's, it's using everything all at once. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you no, know, I say like a symphony conductor, you know, it's, it's how can you, you know, 
use the video board and have like the, the live image up on the video board, but then how can you have what's going on on the center ring um, with those stats or reflect something of a sponsor and then what do you have going on on the LED ribbon that's going on that's surrounding the arena, surrounding the court. Um, so that can show something different than what you have on the scores table. Um, you know, so I would say, you know, when it comes to TQ, um, it's, it's a, a different beat, but it's not when you do, when you're good at what you do, which I commend Pete for, it can be really add to the, um, to the fan experience, to the customer experience. You know? So that board, that building opened in 2015. Uh, I would say we'll probably look to replace that within the next couple of years. And I'm looking forward to that, you know, especially seeing how this process went. Um, they'll have a couple of thoughts and ideas of well, what we might do for the, the new board. I think it's going to really add to it. And even some of the things we've done currently, you know, we've watched movies in there. We've had our um, gymnastics team. They've had their NCAA selection show, um, like watch party in there. Awesome. Um, but a lot of the things that we've done with it, especially in uh, NC2, um, that would see us doing some, some similar things, if not more, uh, once we install the new video board. Yeah, and are there any other um, ideas or, or new things you're looking forward to with the board? I know we kind of talked about it. It's, it's pretty pretty new, and yeah. you've, you've gone through some of the things you're, you're doing with it and, and maybe movie nights and maybe maybe Madden tournaments. But um, <laughs> just even just seeing the, the first couple um, couple events there, are you looking forward to um, anything that you've, you haven't unveiled that you're looking forward to bringing, bringing into the stadium? Yeah, no, the thing we know first you know, is, is looking at, uh, you know, what, like I said, what type of games you can play on there. One of the things we have done is we've done some hype video, videos for some of our teams or, you know, uh, for some of our players. We do we call them out during a game for, like, they had, like, a nice shot or something like that. We'll show an image of them up on the video board. But, you know, part of that image includes the video board being lowered down and it's showing the image behind the player. You know, it's like a pre-recorded image, you know. So it'll be interesting to see what we can do with that. You know, and to be quite honest with you, um, so, you know, the board and you're not so new. I, I liken it to buying a new car, right? You know, there are times when we all buy a new car and you know, we, we like everything in there, but there's still so much uh, to it that we still have to learn mm-hmm. and that we haven't learned. So there's been plenty of times where I've been in a new car and six months to a year later, I find out that something that it can do that I didn't know about before. I'm like, oh, wow, I know it can do that. <laughs> you know, so I think, yeah. I, I think that's one of the things where for this new video board in United, I can see the same thing happening when we built a new one or installed a new one in C2. There are some things that we might not realize right away that we can pick up on, you know, six months later to a year later, and which is going to enhance the uh, the game experience even more. And, and I would say that's one of the things that, you know, having a video board, especially with what Dactronis does, um, that's key to uh, attracting fans right now. You know, I would say uh, one of the challenges that a lot of folks across the country are having is bringing fans to games because you know, a lot of fans are now like, hey, why would I come to you, you know, to watch the, uh, the game in person when I can sit at home on my recliner? Large screen, you know, flat screen TV, half food there, and everything else. You know, so you know, it's all about that game experience. And one of the things that adds to the game experience is how they use that video board. I mean, yes, anybody can just have a live image on there and just watch it. But do you have, what type of graphics are you using? How are you using music when it comes to the to the event to the video board? You know, what type of games are you playing on there? You know, so even one of the things that we're doing now is we play this game called Kahoot. You know, and so I think a lot of folks maybe have heard of it, Kahoot before, but it's basically you log into it on, on your phone and then there's trivia questions and you answer trivia questions on your phone and then it's like a live um, results right there shows you uh, who got it right who got it wrong and then at the end of it who won the uh, trivia game so that's another way in which uh, something else that we do for both United as well as DQ um, but it's, that video board really adds to the uh, game experience that's what we're all about right now 
Yeah, I love that. That's it's engagement with the crowd because, yes. like you said, if you're just doing live video on there, then you're pretty much just not you're not making it any better than the TV experience would be at home. You can't. It's not enough just to have the board. You got to make sure you're using it correctly. And I know part of it is the the game day experience and excitement. And you know another common area that gets that says it also helps out with is recruitment. I'm not sure if you've heard from coaches yet or not, but like, is there something about the video boards that also helps with recruiting uh, student athletes to go there? Uh, I do. I think, you know, one is though, it adds to the in-game experience, you know, for the student athletes when they're there watching the games, but also, too, what you know, different things you can do on on that visit, you know. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of times they'll, they'll come in and you can put you know, one of our jerseys on them and then, like, have them do some, some photos or whatnot in front of the uh, video board there. You know, it's all about what type of experience can you add, what type of experience can you create, uh, you know. And, of course, you know, a lot of our – Young man and woman these days, they love the graphics. They love, you know, like, you know, the eye candy and intense, what catches the eye when they come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also when they come on that visit, how can you make them feel valued? How can you make them feel important? How can you make um, make them feel like that they're, like, you know, the, um, the main attraction? And using that video board during that, during that visit, whether it's having a name up there or things like that, that's one of the ways that, in which you can do that. You know, and, and also, too, you know, you, uh, another way in which we use that video board, we've done in the past, is, you know, we, so far here at Towson, you know, within the past year or two, you know, we've had a new uh, AD, so a new athletic director. We've had a new women's basketball coach. And both, of their, um, both of their press conferences were also inside TG Arena. You know, so we had their names up on the video board. We had their names up on the LAD ribbon. You know, it's also adding to that experience as well. So even when media comes in, it's showing you, hey, here's the main attraction. Here's you know, uh, who we want to highlight today. And we're basically using everything we can, we can use or everything that's at our disposal um, to make it a, a, an amazing experience for everyone that's involved. And even you mentioned graduation is what got a lot of attention on this. Is that something that's going to be reoccurring now? Are you going to continue to have graduation at the football field? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so that's one thing that, you know, after doing the first year for COVID, you know, then the second year as well, it sounds like for us that's going to stick, you know, because it, it allows us to get a lot of people um into the building at once, you know, and we all know been to college graduation before. You know, one of the great things about it is that, you know, you want as many people who's there, you know, to, to, to show one of your biggest accomplishments that you'll have. Right. Uh, you know, so in the past, you know, when we had it in our basketball arena, you know, our um, the students could really only invite two to three people. But but now you can add more folks to that because we can have it on the video, uh, have it on the field, have it in the United Stadium. And, you know, if, they, if they're not able to actually see what's going on on the stage, they can watch the video board and see everything there as well. So as far as I know, you know, um, our commission, the graduation ceremony, should be staying outside and united for quite some time. That's awesome to hear. And I, I love hearing the versatility of the different things you're able to do with that display or, or the different ideas you've come up with or the way you're using. That's awesome to hear those those different stories. So um, if there's somebody else out there that's that's working at a college and listening to this and they're thinking, hey, I want to bring a new video display to a certain venue on my campus. Would you have any uh, advice uh, to give to them on how to maybe get started or, or what worked for you? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I would definitely you know, say, you know, you want to, in the beginning, you know, just talk with your folks on campus, you know, so really look at it from a budgeting standpoint so you can all confirm what it is that you have set aside. Um, but also to go along with that, too, if you, even if you feel like you don't have the money there, you know, still reach out to, uh, obviously, you know, Dactronics and then look at the options that they can provide you, you know, because for us, when we saw the options and saw that it wasn't as expensive as we thought it could be, then we say, okay, well, hey, how can we work on securing the funds for this? Uh, I'll also suggest, you know, make sure you have the right people in the room when you're looking at what type of video board you want to go with or what are you going to need. You know? So you want to make sure you have marketing in, the, in, the, in those discussions. Have your production um, staff in those discussions. Have 
know, the folks who are oversee your corporate uh, partnerships in those discussions. How do you, your coaches involved as well? Um, even though have those who are responsible for filming, because one of the things that came up for us that um, we didn't think about at the time was our filming platform is on top of our video board. You know, so when we had to get, get the new video board installed, that took away a uh, location for our football team to have uh, to, to, to film games. So we had to bring in a scissors lift and they used that. Uh, but one of the things that that challenge was able to do for us during that process is that on the old video board, it was kind of like a, a, a fire ladder in a sense. You had to like climb up the ladder in order to get to the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for me, I'm a tall person, but also the crazy thing is that I'm not the biggest fan of heights if it's not that secure. <laughs> um, so I had to go up there once. And I'm like, oh, this thing is kind of treacherous. Can we get some actual stairs there? And that's something that that um, that challenge did for us as well. They actually built a, a stairwell um, to the back of the video board to make things to make make it easier for our video staff. Uh, to get you on top of the video board. So to me, I would say make sure the right individuals are in the room, including your facility staff, including your electrician, or you know, when the right folks are in the room, that definitely helps out, makes things a lot easier. That is uh, fantastic advice. Thank you for that. And and Devon, I also want to thank you for coming on here and sharing your experiences with us and and how you got to where you're at today and, and all the cool things that you're doing at Towson with your new football video board and, and your video displays on campus. So uh, thank you. We appreciate you talking with us today. No, my pleasure, Matt and Justin. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dactronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 